Hello and welcome to the Open Cloud Infrastructure Podcast. I'm your host, Sasha Siegman, and today is Wednesday, July 19th, 2023, and this is episode 13 with these topics. Linux fork lore everywhere, Oracle Linux, Alma Linux, SUSE Liberty, and more. For your learning, a Kubernetes book club and 500 plus portainer templates. And lastly, a podcast recommendation. Linux fork lore everywhere. In the last episode, I talked about a change Red Hat is making, specifically not releasing RHEL sources like they used to. There are some nuances to that, so I would not have expected a careful take from Red Hat's competitors. But what Oracle did was definitely surprising low, and that's considering Oracle as having a somewhat dubious reputation. If you want to know why, maybe Google OpenSolaris or OpenJDK transition to Red Hat. For the uninitiated, Oracle has a Linux distribution as well. It's called Oracle Linux and is, now this is a shocker, quote, compiled from Red Hat Enterprise Linux source code, replacing Red Hat branding with Oracle's, end quote. Oh wait, another freeloader making loads of cash off of Red Hat? Impossible. Does anyone think this might be a problem for Oracle, that they no longer get the source code for their recompiled RHEL clone? Hmm, Houston, I think they might have a problem. I now almost regret not going to the Fosse 2023 convention here in Portland, Oregon. I missed the lawyer from Oracle explaining to the astonished participants how Oracle is a better steward of open source than Red Hat. Jim Wright, full title, Oracle Chief Architect, comma, Open Source Policy, comma, Strategy, comma, Compliance and Alliances, had a distinguished lawyery take on this. Let me just note the fact that he linked his presentation slide as a PDF on the corporate blog. Oh, the irony. But here's what's really interesting. Why does a Harvard lawyer from Oracle extensively quote from a Red Hat license agreement in his presentation? Your guess is as good as mine, but a company that literally sued Google over the usage of the Java API and lost is probably litigious enough to try its luck with an issue that is actually a business threat to them. Now here's what Oracle published on their Linux blog. I'll give you the highlights, so to speak. Quote, in 2006, we launched what is now called Oracle Linux, a RHEL compatible distribution that is used widely and powers Oracle's engineered systems and our cloud infrastructure. We chose to be RHEL compatible because we did not want to fragment the Linux community, end quote. I'm clutching my pearls here. My goodness, how nice of Oracle not to fragment the Linux community and just take the free RHEL sources to save millions in R&D. Oh, and fast forward to 2023 and Oracle is doing, drum roll, their own thing. Uh, also, this zinger from the end of the blog post stings a little bit, but it just makes clear that the authors aren't serious with any of this at all, really. Their offer to IBM, quote, you say that you don't want to pay all those RHEL developers. Here is how you can save money. Just pull from us. Become a downstream distributor of Oracle Linux. We will happily take on the burden, end quote. Ah, uh, yeah, no, I don't think that's going to work for anyone here, but well played, if only for the lulz. 
Next up in the clown show, Alma Linux. Now we are going back a few years when Red Hat made their last unpopular decision to phase out CentOS 8 rather abruptly. This was indeed a shock move and spawned a number of new Linux distributions. Alma Linux was created by Cloud Linux and set up as a 501c3 with a really interesting membership class structure. Good luck finding out how to become a Platinum member and how much that costs. The commercial version of Cloud Linux itself is a parasite using the OpenVZ kernel and a quick Google check of the legal status of the Virtuoso versus Cloud Linux lawsuit reveals the case was referred to mediation. Next up, Rocky Linux. CentOS co-founder Greg Kurtzer started Rocky Linux as a public benefit corporation in Delaware and offers an alternative to CentOS 8 and RHEL. Both Rocky Linux and Alma Linux took the Red Hat sources, removed the copyright notices, and basically produced a one-for-one -one copy of RHEL. But we're not done yet. SUSE from Germany announced they are going to fork RHEL as well to get a piece of the action. SUSE Liberty, however, uses a much more modern kernel 5.3.18 than RHEL's ancient-ish 4.18. This one could be interesting, if only from a dependency hell perspective. What this all comes down to is the balkanization of enterprise Linux. Red Hat will continue to grow and do really well in the enterprise sector. The competition has some real issues now with build systems basically broken in the case of Alma Linux. Others may be really worried too. Oracle comes to mind. It's going to be a real interesting rest of the summer to see when the first lawsuits will be filed, all in the name of making sure Linux stays open source. Wink, wink from Oracle. A podcast recommendation. But before we get to that, the Kubernetes book club and 500 plus Portana templates. When I see or hear of a good idea, I make a note in my Apple notes and drag it out when the time comes. So with this, I present the Kubernetes book club hosted at www.santana.dev slash book club. The Kubernetes Book Club is an computer, a community group that discusses books about cloud native and follows the CNCF code of conduct, so it should be a nice place. Carlos Santana hosts the book club. He's a cloud solutions architect specializing in containers, Kubernetes, and computer or Alexa. Would you please be quiet? I'm recording a podcast. Sorry for that, folks. Um, so uh, he hosts the, uh, hang on, we, we were at uh, his inter introduction. He's a cloud solution architect specializing in containers, Kubernetes, and serverless at AWS. Carlos hosts the Kubernetes Book Club and the Kubernetes Office Hours monthly live stream, where he shares news assets, skills that every cloud engineer should know in his uh, weekly newsletter, by the way. He's also a member of the Kubernetes SIG release and SIG ContribX, as well as the founder of two open source projects, Apache OpenWhisk and CNCF Knative for which he's a member of the steering committee. The book club works by self-invitation, so head over to the website, request a calendar invite by filling out a small Google form, and there's also a Slack channel that you can join. Again, the address is www.santana.dev slash, that's a forward slash, book dash club. And uh, also included 500 Portina templates that you can find in the show notes should you need a lot of Portina templates uh, to play around with. 
Now the podcast recommendation. Um, I got an email recently, which I thought was spam initially, but it turns out maybe it wasn't. It was just a nice note stating that my Apple podcast, this one that you're listening to, uh, ranked number 59 for technology in Pakistan and number 208 in Germany. Now, I hope I can do better. So I just Googled myself and the podcast and I was immediately rewarded with a major ego stroke by bcast.fm, listing me in the top 10 cloud podcasts together with the Google Cloud Podcast, AWS and the Azure Podcast. I'll take it. Thanks. But there are so many great podcasts out there, and I listen to a lot of them, so why not call them out when there's great stuff to listen to? So this time I want to recommend something unrelated to the industry. Give a listen to For the Long Run with Jonathan Levitt. He's a runner, cyclist, and podcast host from Boston, Massachusetts. This podcast is exploring the why behind what keeps runners running long, strong, and motivated. Jonathan is super connected in the field and has uh, some real great conversations with a lot of people that he is um, friends with. Um, so he runs a podcast format that I wish I could do some of. So why don't you come and be my guest on the show? Listen to episode 34 to listen to his conversation with Kara Goucher. Kara is an American long distance runner, 10K silver medalist at the 2007 World championships in athletics and a u.s olympian at the 2008 beijing and 2020 2012 london olympics in 2021 gaucher was diagnosed with repetitive exercise dystonia after noticing lack of sensation in her legs and difficulty running that's it for today thank you for listening i appreciate your time and check back in two weeks for another episode of Open Cloud Infrastructure. If you like this show, recommend it to a friend. Follow me on Mastodon as ssiegman at infosec.exchange. That is S-S-I-E-K-M-A-N-N at infosec.exchange. The music in this program is licensed from Audio Jungle. Uh, head over to my YouTube channel where you can check out the installation videos and how I set up my lab. Hop on over to YouTube and find me as at Open Cloud Infrastructure. See you soon.